Good morning. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated, and this is your morning market weather update for Monday, October the 23rd. Well, the world is seeing quite a transition in weather right now, and a lot to talk about. Starting off in South America, excessive heat and dryness continued during the weekend from northern Argentina and into center-west Brazil. Temperatures were in the range of 100 to 111 degrees across most of these areas. Those or the maximum temperatures since Friday, or since Thursday, actually. Uh, there was some rain of benefit that did occur in Argentina during the weekend. That was certainly helpful for winter wheat development in the south and also for future corn, soybeans, and sunseed development and planting. You know, we do expect to see uh, the precipitation kind of back down a little bit today, but we'll still have some other showers coming into Argentina in the outlook down the road here. In Brazil, the interior southern crop areas uh, did receive some rain and we'll be seeing some more taking place. Much heavier rains, in fact, in southern Brazil and Paraguay will occur later this week into next week and there will be enough rain that flooding will likely be an issue once again. But until then, we will see a little bit better environment. Weekend precipitation was restricted except in southern rice areas of Rio Grande do Sul where there was beneficial moisture there. As we go forward through this week, there will also be an increase in scattered showers in center west Brazil. This will be a gradual process. Don't look for a big soaking. In fact, the rains are going to continue to be lighter than usual, but many areas will eventually get some rain from late this week into next week. Concern about center-west Brazil's earlier planted summer crops continues today, and I think that that will continue to be a market issue as we go forward through these next few days as it, more and more evidence uh, will surface over the potential that some of these crops have withered and possibly died because of the excessive heat limited soil moisture and no rain. Now the precipitation coming up later this week will help to stop that, but it won't necessarily fix a lot of these really hurting crops. They need a general soaking of rain, and I'm afraid that the showers that are going to occur are going to have a tough time countering evaporation because the warm weather will prevail. We do expect to see, and we did already see, beneficial rain over the weekend from northern Ukraine and Belarus into portions of uh, Russia's southern region, as well as northwestern parts of Kazakhstan, and that will continue as we go forward through the next seven days. There will be sufficient amounts of moisture in this region to help improve the long-term dry bias that has been dominating these areas. That means that there is a chance for wheat, rye, and barley to become better established. Now, it's been cooling down, but most of Ukraine and Russia's southern regions experienced some very warm temperatures over the weekend, so the soil is still in a good mode to support some planting and, uh, more importantly, to support some establishment most of the planting should be winding down. But we do need warm weather to continue there because the crops are going to need some time to become better established before winter dormancy sets in. We don't expect to see any terribly cold weather there for a while. Western Europe's stormy weather pattern did evolve uh, late last week and continued over the weekend. That is going to continue for another full week and there'll be plenty of moisture if not a little bit too much. Field work will be on hold. There will be a chance that the ground is going to become saturated in many areas. That's going to improve the runoff which is necessary in order to fix some of the low water reservoirs across the region. Uh, but still, with the delay in field work, there will be some concern, I suppose. Uh, excessive rains will be possible in northern Portugal, northwest Spain, parts of western France, a few areas in Italy, a few areas in the eastern Adriatic Sea region, and possibly in a part of the UK. Outside of that uh, area, we do expect North Africa, by the way, to pick up a little bit of precipitation this week, but they are going to need greater amounts down the road in order to support 
wheat and barley planting. Australia's major crop areas will continue to be quite dry during the next 10 days. I see no real good reason to expect a change in Western Australia yields. They are probably going to continue declining. Uh, we will also see a continuation of dry biased conditions in the summer crop areas that are not irrigated in Queensland and New South Wales. There's a frost and a freeze coming up in southeastern Australia that will take place during midweek this week. This will drop the temperatures down below freezing. Might even be some 20 degree Fahrenheit readings in a few spots in Victoria and possibly you'll get a little bit of freeze damage in southernmost New South Wales. This could impact the Victoria crop so be watching closely and we'll see how that comes around. There's also going to be some snow significance and bitter cold that will occur in North America as southern parts of Canada's prairies and the northern U.S. plains will see some snow this week and we're going to see some significant accumulations in some areas probably three to eight and local 10 inch plus amounts will occur in southern Canada's prairies and the northwestern U.S. plains eventually we'll see some snow in the eastern Dakotas and Minnesota as well but that comes late in the week as well as in southern Manitoba. Temperature extremes though will drop below zero Fahrenheit in southern Alberta once the snow is on the ground. Single digit readings and teens will occur across many areas in the northern U.S. plains and the rest of southern Canada's prairies. We do expect livestock stress and travel delays because of this and it does look like a little bit of snow and cold will likely reach into the northernmost parts of the Pacific Northwest. All of this is due to an unusually cold massive cold air mass in fact that will likely impact all of these areas. That cold will reach down into the U.S. plains later this week and we'll see snowfall in Nebraska, eastern Colorado, northwestern Kansas, maybe even north central Kansas and the precipitation will diminish after that as it goes further to the northeast. We don't expect much precipitation to occur in the U.S. Delta or southeastern states this week. We also expect the lower eastern Midwest to go without much moisture for a little while and it looks like outside of that the hard red winter wheat is going to pick up on some significant moisture this week that will help to improve establishment there and outside of that we've got all kinds of tropical activity going on. There's tropical cyclone Tej which is going to move into Yemen today. Uh, that's producing 100 mile per hour winds just 40 miles off the coast of Yemen. Tropical cyclone 6 in the Bay of Bengal is threatening Myanmar, Bangladesh and India's far eastern states. There's a depression Norma which we've been following for a while that brought all the moisture across uh, the northern part of Mexico the last few days. That storm is going to dissipate along the coast and we have tropical storm Otis which is moving toward the southwestern Mexico coast. Landfall is likely there later this week. Hurricane Tammy remains in the open water of the central Atlantic Ocean but it may eventually impact Bermuda. We are also looking at a tropical disturbance near the Nicaragua coast that will bring heavy rain to Nicaragua and Honduras. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.